I am super excited because today is our very, very first ever Real Talk Friday. Welcome to Adulting Unplugged, the podcast that's all about the real life skills and knowledge you need to navigate the world of adulthood successfully. I'm your host, Tracy Bacon-Haster, and I'm here to guide you through the ups and downs of parenting a self-sufficient, confident, and empowered adult. We believe that adulting doesn't come with a manual, but it does come with a community. That's why we're here to provide you with expert insights, practical advice, and inspiring stories to help you thrive. Whether you're a parent guiding the next generation, a recent graduate, a young professional, or anyone navigating the complexities of adulthood, this podcast is for you. So grab your favorite drink, get comfy, and let's dive into the world of Adulting Unplugged. So what is Real Talk Fridays? Every Friday, I'm having Real Talk, bringing up the hard things, having those hard conversations, kind of calling things out as they are, kind of the elephant in the room concept, right? Let's talk about the things that people don't really want to talk about all the time. Because this is something that's been on my heart for quite a long time to do. And I'll be completely honest and transparent with you, which is what these are supposed to be. I've been afraid to. I'm afraid sometimes to really speak into those things that I believe are wrong or broken or whatever because of the pushback that I could get on those. But here's the thing. If I'm not being true to me, how can I you know, really serve fully? So this is where Real Talk Fridays came from is being real and just saying, you know what, here's what I think about this. Here's my opinion. Here's my thoughts. You may not agree. You may unfollow me. You may not like it. You may love it. I don't know. But I feel like this is stuff that needs to be addressed in my line of work and what I see and work with. So today's topic, let's just jump right into it because I'm really excited, is the teen mental health crisis because this is huge. And it's something that is not being talked about enough, in my opinion. It's stuff that's like, oh, we have all these other things, all this other noise around us that everybody wants to make a big deal out of. But let's be honest, our youth that is suffering extensively with their mental health, that's our future. Those are our future leaders, our future organization, our future workers, our future parents. And it's not being addressed. Mental health in general in our country has not been addressed well at all whatsoever if we're being honest. It's been something that people just talk about, like, oh, yeah, mental health, mental health, but no big deal. Oh, yeah, that person went on that mass shooting because they had all these mental health issues and nobody noticed it, nobody ever helped them. And it just infuriates me. Um, I have a lot of mental health issues in my family. And so I know firsthand how that can affect people. I know firsthand what that does when it goes untreated. I've had multiple family members commit suicide because of their mental health. And our teens are now in that space. Teenagers today, especially since COVID, their mental health has skyrocketed. And it is not okay. It is not okay that we are not doing things and investing in them and helping them learn how to manage these things. Because the teen suicide rates have went through the roof. It's obnoxious how many people between 13 and 26 are committing suicide these days because they feel like there's no way out that there's no other options but to kill themselves. And that's not okay, right? And so I wanted to talk to you about this because I have some of my own opinions and thoughts and from my own research and observation and working with youth of what I really think those key issues are. Number one, why mental health? And my honestly, this is the top one for me, is social media, which is funny because you're probably watching this video on social media. And social media can be a great thing to get information. But with 
teenagers, especially preteens, middle school age kids, those freshman age kids, their brains are not developed. And when you give them access to social media, there are so many bad things that can go wrong. Bullying. You know how easy it is to be nasty and say nasty comments to people online? I'm not talking to their face. It's easy to be like, oh, I'll be a Karen over here and just like, all over you. That's what our teens are getting, but they don't have the coping skills. They don't know how to handle that and deal with it. So it is our jobs as parents and as society to help them. And it is completely each, to each own what you do with your kids. I know for my child, he is not having social media. I will do everything in my power to not let him have social media until he is at least 15 or 16 years old. I would love to get him to 18, personally, because at that age, there's really no good things that come out of social media when you're a teenager. It's, oh, following influencers and getting influenced by everybody and anybody and people tearing you down or building you up to tear you down and just all these things. So I think social media is the number one issue with mental health. I think another one is the lack in the broken families. You know, parents are working. It's a stressful world now, right? There's a lot going on in our world that is affecting our youth. They can see those things. They're observant. They're, they have access right at their fingertips to all the stuff that we do and hearing all the horrible news and all the horrible things that really plays on them. Because again, they don't know how to handle those things. They don't know how to deal with that stuff because we are not equipping them with those skills in our schools, at home, because let's be honest, how many of us have faced traumas and we ourselves have never worked through that? How do we expect our kids to work through them? So that's another one is the whole aspect of trauma and just the influence of everything around us, right? And parents not being able to be there. And I know it's not your fault. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not pointing fingers. Don't take it that way. We all have those moments, right? We're all stressed about money or where the next meal is coming from or how we're paying this bill or this promotion or getting this project done on time for work. I've been there and I've caught myself sitting there being like, oh my gosh, I am not present in this moment. I am not sitting here giving my son attention. I keep telling him, wait, just wait, just wait. That is not going to help him. He needs my attention because once he's a teenager, he's not going to want it because I'm like, oh, he's not, mom's not there. Dad's not there. People aren't present. So I'm going to go find people that will give me attention and that doesn't always end up well. So what can we do as a society? I think that as a society, the number one thing we can do is start to listen to our kids, start to be present in those moments with them, try to teach them healthy coping mechanisms. And honestly, the best way to do that is by example, leading by example. And that is hard because if you've never learned those skills, right? If I've never learned those skills, how am I going to teach it to my son or daughter, right? So I think us as parents, it's our job to start to learn those things ourselves. How can we get through our traumas? How can we handle our temper? How can we handle disappointment? How can we teach our kids to do those things? Because the reality is, as much as we want to put them in bubbles, they're going to fail. They're going to fall. And guess what? They themselves have to learn how to catch themselves and to bounce back. We cannot do it for them, but that's what has happened. We as parents have tried to put our kids in bubbles and do everything for them and take all the disappointment and the hurt away because we don't like to see our kids go through that. And it has made them not be able to handle disappointment, not to be able to handle stress or frustration or any of these other emotions that are going to happen. How many times do we experience that in a work day? When we go to work, somebody pisses us off or makes us mad or, you know, upsets us or says something nasty. If we can't handle those things, what are we going to do? We're going to get depressed. We're going to have anxiety. We're going to get frustrated. And if we don't know how to handle that, we're going to start going down this really nasty rabbit hole. And we don't want that. We do not want that for our kids. 
So I just encourage you today in this Real Talk, first Real Talk Friday, you know, start to really dive into those things. We do have resources on our website as well. I will throw that out there. We have some blogs and things that are coming. We're going to have amazing guest speakers on our podcast and in some of our subscriptions that are addressing this teen mental health crisis, how to help parents really give you the tools to help your kids, how to help your kids get through these situations, because they're going to face disappointment in life. They're going to face these things. And it's our job as parents to prepare them. Thank you for tuning in to another unfiltered episode of Adulting Unplugged. If you enjoyed today's discussion and found it helpful, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. If you want even more resources, tips, and tricks, then go to our website at www.adulting-university.com, also in the show notes, and jump on our email list to keep up with all the latest and greatest. Until next time, remember that adulting is an ongoing journey and we're here to help you every step of the way. Stay tuned for more insightful episodes and in the meantime, keep adulting unplugged.